Hello everybody and welcome to Cinema 7. I'm your host today, Scott Diosta. You may have heard of me. I'm super popular on YouTube nowadays. Join today. Yes, he is. <laughs> Join today with, with the greatest of friends here at this table. I, I have on my left over here the usual host, the man in charge, Mario. What's up, everybody? He, he, he's looking great today. I just want to say that. And to my right, looking also pretty great, but not as great as Mario, we have Kevin. I accept that compliment. That's fine. How are you guys doing today? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the rivalry continues. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I guess we're gonna we're gonna kick off into this pretty quick with some uh with some news and kind of get ourselves warmed up over here. So we gotta tell them what we're talking about. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I'm not used to. <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. It's just like my quality content. Uh, <laughs> today we're gonna be doing a little bit on gaming and gaming franchises to pick up where we left off last time. I got a couple different titles in hand here, so. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So now we got a handful. Up. <laughs> a full handful. Full hand. <laughs> oh, it's even better. So we're gonna go with the news then. Mario, I know that you have a very exciting piece of news to share with the with the table here. What do you got? Um, Activision has recently drawn an outline for a Call of Duty movie universe cinematic universe i should say a movie universe um mostly from black ops and modern warfare oh boy so i don't know how you guys feel about that but i i I, i'm not familiar with characters from call of duty games no and so i don't and then the campaigns aren't really that interesting to me is it is it because it's call of duty and we only get call of duty for multiplayer um I, my, I can see that too. Yeah, like why do we need? Yeah, I don't know. I, I... My, my exact reaction to this news is throwing up in my mouth. So there's that. But like for real, okay. So if you ever played any of the campaigns, because the last one I played was Modern Warfare Three, which was not bad. Which wasn't terrible, no. no. But like, be a better movie. There's gonna be okay. See, that's exactly where <laughs> I have an issue with it. See, if they make that a movie. You're not going to know what the heck is going on because your main character is going to die every, you know, a couple of scenes or so. They take game it could be a TV now. show and every episode, at the end of every episode, your character dies or the main character dies. I mean, it'd be an interesting concept for a TV show that no one would watch. That's true. It'd be a little ridiculous to every episode. It'd be like, oh, well, he's dead. Oh, well, we meet the new guy. I guess he's dying at the end of the episode. Isn't Don't that, Let's not get attached to him. Isn't that game kind of, of the exact Game of Thrones and Walking yeah, Dead game mentality, though? So you're saying you'd make a super, super popular... Sword Art Online? That... Have you, you watched that? You stop it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I you strike a nerve? You dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> God. Sounds like you uh, hit a nerve there. I, 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 mm. I, uh, I'm a, mm. I agree with Kevin, though. Thumbs down for this. I, I, I mean, especially what video games movies have been recently. Like, I heard Assassin's Creed... I haven't seen Assassin's Creed. I heard it was bad. It's actually not. 
Really? No. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, me and my roommate watched it, and oh, actually, nice. we both agreed it actually it Underrated? doesn't follow it doesn't follow any of the actual storylines from any of the games, but it very closely resembles the first one. But in the end, all, all in all, it's not terrible. Like they could have done better, but they, it could have been so much worse for what it was. So it's actually not terrible. So or would you say it's good? Is it at least a five out of ten? The way you're saying it sounds like it's the low end of the spectrum. No, I would honestly, I would give it at least a six out of ten. Okay, like, so it's positive. It's pretty positive. It's one, like it's one I, positive. It is a movie. <laughs> it's one. Of it is. Positive. It is one of the few video game movies that I could actually say I would watch again. Oh, interesting. You'd watch a six again? Maybe you'll watch Call of Duty again. If Maybe. you see it once, yeah. I can tell you right now, Call of Duty's a three before we even make it. <laughs> Oh, hey, you said that bar real low. Oh yeah, don't get your hopes up. Did you have any news, Kevin? Um, yes. So, one of my favorite PC games, uh, Marvel Heroes Online. Uh, Marvel Heroes uh, is a Diablo-like MMO featuring the Marvel Universe. So you can, it's free to play. Go on PC, uh, sign up for an account on MarvelHeroes.com. Uh, you can download it on Steam, uh, and you go on there, and they let you play pretty much any character up to level 10, I think it is, and there's about 30 or so characters. We got, like, some of them really, like, out there characters, like, we got Rocket Raccoon, we got Squirrel Girl, we got Blade, Luke Cage, Spider-Man, Magneto. Is it like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, just with a lot more of the Marvel Universe, or is it... You say it's more Diablo? It's more Diablo-like, so you're gonna, it's going to play like a Diablo-type game. Okay. So it's going to be, you're going to run through, you're going to kill a bunch of enemies, and they're going to drop loot. I can do that. It's is actually... Is it like Gauntlet, then? Uh, N64 Gauntlet? Kind of. <laughs> oh, man. Kind of, but it's definitely closer to Diablo. Like, you're, you're trying to gear your character out to make him, okay. you know, stronger for the in-game content. So not just level up stats also. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So the big thing about it, that, I, that um, the reason I, I'm talking about it is because they just announced uh, Marvel Heroes Omega, which is going to be the PS4 port to, uh, of Marvel Heroes. Now, there's not a ton of detail on it just yet, uh, but there will be a beta coming out, coming out soon. Um, what I'm hoping for, personally, is PC, PS4 crossplay uh, and the ability to recover your account from PC if you are playing on PS4. Because I have a ton of those heroes that I bought cash money. Gazillion, don't screw me on this. They're going to get more money out of you. You know that, right? I, I hate them already, but I love them. You, you so know that's going to happen. I can't not. That's what makes the world go round is your, your hero money. You are solely paying for this. Don't stop. Have you played Hero, hero Clicks? Yes. That was I did. popular for a while. Back home where I'm from in Salisbury, uh, they still have a league for it that I'm oh, aware wow. of anyway. Maybe because I'm not active in like the board game community or the tabletop community, I just don't see it as often. But I remember for like a second there, it was like everywhere. I don't say, uh, I got first introduced to it a few years back, and then, like, in the last, like, year and a half, we had a huge, like, community of it back home where we were, so. So it is a board game. 
I'm just sitting over here like it's kind of kind of because it's like motley like, like little models. Okay. And you can like tabletop. Use, I use guess rulers would be the term. and dice. Yeah. Rulers and dice. I, no rulers. No rulers. I think there's dice. dice involved. Yeah, there's definitely dice involved. Okay. Okay. It's almost like D and D minus the character sheets, and just strictly combat. Okay, more action. But this is hero clicks, yeah. not not D&D. What, yeah, not D&D. Now what we're gonna be not doing. what Kevin was talking about with, uh, was it Heroes Omega? Yeah, Heroes Omega, which is the MMO. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 I, I'm gonna definitely when that comes out on PS4 though, I'm gonna definitely try that because uh, it's so good. I kind of like the DC Universe one on, which is probably the, a little different. The DC Universe MMO. Yeah. That one's more like an actual like classic MMO. Um, this one's more Diablo based, so uh-huh. it's more like a like playing Diablo two with okay. Marvel characters. It's kind of the best way to play. So it. will it be a dungeon crawler type of deal in that sense? Yeah, kind of. Oh, I could dig Ooh. it. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get a party of people together and do that. I can yes. see that being extremely that's going to be so much fun. I'm looking forward to it because I've pretty much always played the PC by myself, except for like a couple of inch, oh, a couple PC of, life. That's yeah, what I it know. is. I get it. I know only okay. PC life. Scott, do you have any news for us? Um, the only thing I have is a bit more mainstream. I'm just really excited for that ARMS game to come out on Switch. That's all I look forward to. Do they have a release date yet? They don't have an exact date. It's still quarter two, so it should be within the next uh, two and a half months here is when they should officially have it out. But I wonder why they're waiting for to put it out because they have it like people are playing it at like the like the gaming events and mm-hmm. stuff that they go to like PAX and you know yeah. all those other things they bring the Switch to where you can try it out. I think that's just kind of where Nintendo as a company, and I think this is one of the reasons none of their games ever really go on sale the same way, is just because they have a different level of quality control. They're not going to release it unless it will work perfectly fine without patches. Probably, so like, They're probably yeah, closing up loose ends, tying it all Probably off. in the debugging mode is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, letting people publicly test it to try stuff out to let them see if they could find bugs or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think. That's why I was really surprised when they launched the Zelda game and everything else that it had those frame rate issues. They did launch a patch to fix it, but yeah. that's really unnormal for Nintendo to do. So I don't think that when they had it in like in the testing center, they probably didn't have a way to double check the frame rate. No, thing. not so unless they, they just probably... played it over and over again, just like they had to just yeah, throw it against they, the wall. So they probably just didn't notice it, mm-hmm. and that's why it slipped through. Unless they're taking like people's opinions at these test things. Yeah, and they said it was fine. Yeah, they could they could unfocus grouping and stuff like that. But yeah, that's true. That's true. That's what I think it is because you guys are right. They the people are out there playing arms, or you can actually look up gameplay footage of it. It's just I'm sure they're on that final part tying up loose ends, and I'm just excited to see a fighting game on the Switch and see what that's like. Maybe add two two more characters. In my opinion, I'm sure they'll have something. I mean, it's ever since the latest Super Smash Bros. DLC was a thing, so I'm sure they will have DLC options for fighters. Let's be honest. It's okay. I'm excited Could to try it, though. Yeah, it looks fun. Awesome. It looks like it could be like a competitive fighter. It, you think there'd be tournaments for it? I hope so. Would there be a bunch of fit people like showing up to these things with like workout gear, like getting pumped up? <laughs> yeah, that'd be to, like, great. fights with yeah, each other. That would be hilarious. Those, those stretch wires or whatever they are. Yeah. The... I know it's yeah, it so interesting it's to see a group of people meet up in like a constant center or some big center for this like million dollar giveaway off with like Nintendo Switch controllers and make my day. You have no idea. <laughs> I would be no more good. <laughs> okay then, so that's a I think that's a pretty good amount of news, or at least all the news I kinda wanted to talk about on this. So let's go ahead and get to the uh meat of the conversation and just to give a quick shout out, we did do a prior episode to this one. 
to talk about some gaming franchises. So if you're interested in games such as Halo, Final Fantasy, Call of Duty, Need for Speed, Mario franchise, Resident Evil, Dark Souls, Uncharted, or Tomb Raider, be sure to check out in the description below. I think that's what they call it on this, right? The description? Yes. Cool. But, but Is it called a description you're, here? You're crossing platforms. Stop. I, but it's not, it's not a clickable thing at the end? No, it's SoundCloud. How do you guys do anything on that? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so then definitely check out the description below. I'm sure that our chief editor over here can find a way to put a link to that. Can you do that? Yeah, hey, Dale, can you do that? Yeah, <laughs> Dale, get on it. He doesn't do anything right. It is, I have so minimal of him. Just, oh, hey, Doug is texting you. You should probably we're, talk We're to just going to have to fire yeah, him. I can't, Scott. I can do it. <laughs> Oh, what, thanks, Dale. What's your job? I make good, I make good content. Yeah, you do. You keep doing that. You keep doing that, Dale. <laughs> okay, As so we here we go. Continue to throw biscuits at him. <laughs> oh, poor Dale, Mario. So, <laughs> I guess we're gonna start off this one with uh, since it just launched the Kingdom Hearts 1.5, and I think it's 2.8 HD. Um, two, let's go 2. over. 2.5 and 1.5. Is it 2.5 and 1.5? Yeah. What and then the, what's the difference in 8? The 2.8 is a after story for Birth by Sleep, which is included in 2.5. Yeah, it's real. Goodbye, man. Yeah, it's I, I, I can't be mad. I just can't be happy. So Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is what we're talking about here. Right. Mario, did you play Kingdom Hearts? I played a little bit of the first one. You did? So I'm not a big thing, but I think from mm-hmm. having friends um, who've played a lot of Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. you know, and interacting especially with like uh, people I work with, I would say that, because how we do this is we say it's either made a comeback or it stayed. I guess how would you say stayed positive? Strong. Stayed yeah, strong. Whether it's staying strong or, or it's weakened, we need to change it. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's stayed strong because I think people are still buying these extra ones, the two point eights and the remixes yeah. and stuff, and still getting them sales. And they're still hoping that there's the third one will come out eventually. It will. Don't, it, don't dash my hopes. It, don't talk like that, Mario. Go, say, don't but, do that. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say I think it stayed strong. I can, I can hear the views dropping. Oh no, I'm kidding. What I played, <laughs> and it's weird because I I came on to the first one late, a few years ago. I pl- I got to play it, mm-hmm. and uh, I was really liking when I was playing, but I didn't get a chance to get that far when I was playing. But um, I I, I liked it more than I definitely. I originally thought I would in concept because I was like, oh, Disney characters? Uh, what the heck? Whispering? What is this? What? Keyblades? Keyblades? I can't take that seriously. You can't hit things with the key. That's not how any of this works. Oh, but you're wrong. <laughs> Kevin's like, did you see game theorists? <laughs> but yeah, from like knowing there... you guys and my other friends I'm, and, you know, people out in the gaming world or, you know, just going to NecoCon or, you know, Comic-Con, I, I say it stays strong. Awesome. For for the little bit that you did play, did you like the controls for it or? Yeah, like I said, I, I I definitely enjoyed playing it more than I originally thought I would. You more know, than you theory. expected. Yeah, you you had lower expectations for it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Kevin. Kevin. So the last time I actually got to play Kingdom Hearts was when two came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved one i loved chain of memories i loved two i haven't had a chance yet to play 356 by two or birth by sleep so for me this is my opportunity to go back and replay the whole series thus far up to date uh or at least get the major parts of the story before three comes out Mm -hmm. so i am super excited about the release and i would have to say so far it stayed strong 
from everything that I've been told about 356 by 2 and Birth by Sleep, specifically story-wise, story-wise, like those games are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Gameplay-wise, they make a few deviations here and there, and it's a little weird apparently, but it's still pretty true to the original, which yeah. is kind of... Like, they add mechanics, but they don't take away from the game itself. Yeah. It was kind of like how jumping from one to two, where they added like a whole second menu for you to, to use, which was weird at first. But, so hard to juggle between. But you eventually you learned how to do mm-hmm. it. And it's like, okay, cool. Now I got this. And, you know, it was great having all those options. Did you ever use the drive option? Yeah. See, I didn't use it till literally the final boss. I actually used the drive option quite a bit. Um, I used uh, Brave Form pretty often and limit the different limit breaks were really cool but mm-hmm. brave form and then final form especially when i got final form and master form that that was the end of it so pumped so pumped. the only thing i can say from an outsider looking in it does kind of seem like in my opinion that they are stalling until the third one comes out with all these other additions to it Definitely, it seems like they're taking their time on the main parts, and they're definitely launching a lot of mobile games. Could you think about it? Things like Chain of Memories and 365 were mobile. They weren't. They, they were, weren't big ticket, you know, yeah. platform. The the best way to put it that I've seen is that the mobile games are all side stories that are a part of the main Kingdom Hearts story. It is a bonus, but not required. Yes, pretty much. That's the way I've been told to look at it. And um, the other thing about it, and the reason I personally think that they're stalling, is because Disney, if you've noticed, has stepped up and started putting out a lot more content lately. I think what Kingdom Hearts is waiting... Yeah. I think they're trying to catch up with some of the content. Could you imagine being Kingdom Hearts 3 and being like, okay, do we have all the worlds down? Yeah, but they just launched that Moana one, so do we need to throw that in here? We've got to remake it. Just add another world. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I legitimately think that that's part of the reason why they're waiting so long. Like, like Disney's uh, animation... out that content. Yeah, they keep putting out more, and they're like, okay, can like, trying to give it, like... Based on how popular that world, uh, that movie, movie is, goes. do we really need to put this world in the game? Could they do a Star Wars world? The, because Disney technically owns Star Wars do and Marvel. Do not get me into this. Do not get me into this. I, 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 because <laughs> Disney no, owns Star Wars and happen. Marvel, it's I, possible. I do not Lightsaber want Blade. that to happen. Lightsaber Keyblade. Stay away from Star Wars. Lightsaber Keyblade. No, I know everybody wants that. I don't know. Stay away no, from my Star I, Wars. I get that. I understand Mario 100%, but it will be interesting, to say the least. For Kingdom Hearts fans, yes, I feel like it would be interesting. For uh, you know me as a Star Wars fan, I do not want to see Disney characters running amuck into the Star Wars universe. Oh and that's God, just yes. my opinion. Oh my so God, you've had, yes. okay, so you've, had, you've seen how, how it works, right? They like, go to the other the universe, yeah, mm-hmm. and he runs around in the universe or whatever. Well, he's technically a square in his character, but I understand what you're saying. I get it. I get it. I get it. Can I so, summon Luke Skywalker? You possibly could, because there are characters that you don't like. Lilo and Stitch. Uh, Stitch is a summon because mm-hmm. you never actually get to go to his world. Mm-hmm. So they could do something like that. They could just make um, references to other things. You're looking a little salty over there. Mildly salty. I've had to. Um, I guess feel salty about this for a while because I mean, yeah, you can tell there's up anger. People have been wanting that, obviously, and I realize that, and I can see how you know Square Unix and Disney—they're very—they can 
obviously be very protective of universes and and it wouldn't ruin anything. Mm-hmm. I understand all that. But as a Star Wars fan, I just feel like you don't want it included in other things like that. I just that. want it to stay as it's yeah, it's it's its, its own thing. unique yeah. thing that is I, separate. I need uh, yeah, I want it to it to stay by itself in its own little world. I don't want to see them, you know, doing this whole you don't um, want to see Stitch come onto the Star Wars planet, is no, what you're telling me. But he's no. an alien. He, he being alienist. Care. No, I'm not being <laughs> alienist. I'm being, I'm being. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe. <laughs> what it. What is Star Wars other than a bunch of other worlds meeting together to make this awesome movie? Star Wars isn't uh, bringing in alternate realities, though. Of what other is things? an alternate reality other than another planet? That's not another planet. It's Mario. another whole other dimension. I think we're going to go ahead and move forward before Mario hits me. <laughs> did you say? What did you say? Um, overall, I'd say positive. I think that we're waiting for three strictly because they probably have a uh, board of people who are sitting there debating right now about should we include Star Wars, and they're just like all on hunger strike, and whichever group dies first is going to lose. It's probably what's happening, so we got some time to wait. <laughs> and Marvel, don't forget that. I, oh, God. That's the second that's, board. We got that, time. Yeah, that's <laughs> plenty of time, I'm sure. So that that pretty much sums up Kingdom Hearts. Overall positive. We're just gonna see where that goes, but it can definitely go a lot of interesting directions. Either way, people will be upset though. So next we dive mostly into, me though. M- mostly Mario. I feel like everybody else wouldn't care. You guys, but me. I if would you care listen to this, you'll know. I'm you'll so know. Sorry. I'm very passionate about my Star Wars. There will probably so be sorry. an episode the day of the release with either Mario being like, yes. They did it right, or him saying he's gonna have to quit everything. He's gonna have to cancel it all out. It's gonna go downhill. So he rage quits life he's in done. general. Oh my god, <laughs> he's gonna switch over to YouTube. It's gonna go downhill. <laughs> so that brings up Tekken, since uh, everybody's fighting in those boardrooms about those Disney and Marvel characters. I mean, we might as well make it a Tekken tournament. King of the Iron Fist. There we go. That's a good way to solve it. That's what I think. So, Kevin, um, being that you and I have had a pretty good amount of Tekken experience against each other in many different ways, um, some that I have became religious and some that I have lost religion, um, what is your overall thought process of Tekken? First off, I want you to understand that when it goes back to 1v1 matches in Tekken 7, I will destroy you. Second off, you you ain't got no hands to catch, boy, I broke them phones. Anyway, um, so I've been playing Tekken since... Tekken 2. I am not the longest veteran in the world. I am not. And I have friends back home that will straight up just destroy me in this game. But overall, I want to say personally that uh, the Tekken franchise has kept solid. I don't want to say it's gotten any better or gotten any worse. The big thing about that is um, when they introduced a new system in 6 that crossed over to Tekken Tag Tournament 2, a lot of people did not like that. Um, personally, it was the only way I learned how to do combos. So I admit that, (laughs) but, um, they're removing that system for seven, uh, and they're replacing it with something else that seems very similar to me. So for me, I'm just like, okay, I'll be all right with this. Can you try to describe that system? It's called the bound system. Okay. Now what that is, is they added the ability pretty much that certain moves will make you bounce off of the ground so that you can continue combos. Okay. Um, It played a huge role in Tekken Tag Tournament 2 because a lot of that was how you activated your tag tag combos. Um, Okay. Which is how, personally, once again, I learned how to do combos because I learned the bounce system. 
Um, I mean, I already knew that. I just wanted it for the other, you know, listeners to make sure that they were you totally on the same that. page. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. What's your sure. record with me right now? Uh, one one. No, no, it's not. If you beat me again, you knock me unconscious. One I don't three maybe. <laughs> um, the current record is currently four to one. Oh, okay. okay. That's a firm twenty percent. <laughs> okay, which is twenty more percent than zero. So one would say that's pretty successful. So right. he did. He did beat you when it mattered, and he had to keep the his YouTube. Time. He the had to keep time. his YouTube. The one channel. time we one time my YouTube channel, because yes, <laughs> otherwise I was gonna take over. I would have been the new Diasta. The pink slip was on look the at line. The name too. <laughs> look, Get my look, license. Please. I'll say, look at me. I am the captain now. You got. <laughs> you got all his sponsors. You got. All zero of my sponsor. <laughs> you got friends sucks friends suck included in that. Oh man. Oh man, that would have been glorious. Yeah, Which you should me. stay stay tuned to uh friends oh, yeah, suck. yeah, that might come back, so we'll see how that goes. So go and subscribe and uh definitely subscribe to Deosta because there'll probably be more news on that, I I would suggest. Uh, yeah, there's probably gonna be a couple things coming up for that. But anyway, so they have the cool system and all that and the bouncing thing. I, I knew about that. It's again, almost but... like how, what they did for Marvel's Catcom 3, in my opinion, where they made it really easy to bring out, like when you do it, because in 2, you used to have to do this whole, com- you can do this whole combination where you can bring out your other people on your team, and you mm-hmm. can keep the combo going with them in the air, and just keep mm-hmm. bringing out your person. Juggles. Yeah, juggles. In 3, juggling was so easy. Like in two, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Maybe I could bring out like one person, and then the the combo would stop. My okay. So the best way for me to describe it, um, looking at Marvel two and Marvel three, um, you know how when they simplified the controls for Marvel two and Marvel three. Okay, so the big thing about Marvel two's combo system was it included launching, and that's learning what button combination uh makes your character launch the opponent into the air. So you can do your combos from there. From Marvel 2 to Marvel 3, they made launching a button. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. It was no it, it went from a combo to button. a button. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So you can easily just keep it, just tap it, and then, you know, bring out another guy, and maybe the the button might switch. Oh, they, no. They, no, the button itself was literally just launch. It's literally light, medium, heavy launch. That's your control scheme for Marvel 3. See, no, I didn't know that, and uh, everybody at this table knows how well-versed I am at uh, fighting games, really. Bullshit. One would say that I'm a professional. Um, I, I deserve to get paid for it, but that, that's a different story. You're a professional bullshitter, <laughs> is what you are. But My friend, uh, my friend Jordan, shout out to him if he's listening to this. I, I believe he does. But he is really, really into fighting games to a level that I just I don't have the patience for. And on Marvel Capcom 3, he would bring it over for PS3 all the time, and I would never touch the ground. It would start, mm-hmm. and then it would just be like a solid minute of being stuck in the air. The Marvel, Marvel 3. Capcom Three, yeah, because it was so yeah. easy. And now I never the, touched the. The ground. only other thing about Marvel Three that really irritated me was how fast it was. Like yeah. Marvel Two was fast, but Marvel Three amped that up far too much for me to be able to keep up with it. I just couldn't. So that that bothered me. But I digress. Um, back to Tekken. Tekken. <laughs> like yeah, Tekken wise, the bound system. Um, a lot of people didn't like it. Because it meant that for some characters you had like in- extensively long uh, combos, but there was never a like touch of death combo for most characters. Touch mm-hmm. of death being, you know, you hit them once. Yeah. If you finish this combo, they are dead. You will win. End of, end of discussion. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So 
that's why I didn't mind it so much. A lot of people are glad to hear it's not coming back. I personally am kind of indifferent. You didn't think it was overpowered. It definitely no. had some kick to it, but it wasn't It had some kick to it, but it wasn't overpowered. Okay. It was well-deserved for learning a full combo. Yeah. Okay. I can see why uh, you can be happy for it to go. I can see, I can see why you would, would not be happy that it's going, or it's going away. If, if I just made sense, I don't I think oh, yeah, you, you see both sides of the road. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see how people would be mad it's leaving is because you just had to get used to this whole new system, mm-hmm. and then they're now they're leaving it. So now you got to get whole, which is kind. Of, but I can see why people are excited for that is because then you could you get to learn a whole new game in a way. Yeah. Yes, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Plus the inclusion of the guest characters and all the brand new characters. Like the guest character is Akuma from Street Fighter. He's going to be a regular playable character in Tekken 7 using half of his regular moveset from Street Fighter. He's going to have actual like mid-air jumps. Yeah. Unlike the rest of the Tekken characters. So he's going to be able to do like full like front flip jumps to do his moveset. Do you think that's going to make him OP in this? I see. I guess we don't know the new system. Yeah. With the new system, I don't particularly know. But from all the gameplay I've seen, because Japan's had the game for about a year. Yeah. All the gameplay I've seen, Akuma is not the most overpowered character in the game at all. Everything is incredibly well balanced. Akuma gets shit on a lot. I would, uh, I w- I would hope that they bring over the New Japan Pro Wrestling DLC that they have for Tekken 7. Oh my god. Right. Bullet Club outfits and uh, the, the King outfit from... Uh, Kazutsu Okada. I've, I've said his name wrong. I'm sorry, but it's I, Okada. He's the he's the New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. He has his own outfit in the game, and I would be no more good, none whatsoever. I'm totally getting that DLC if they if they give it, it to out, us. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope they do. Question. What if it's like two bucks? Is that okay? That's fine. Okay. Shit, I'm getting it. No matter what, whoever's making the game, if you hear this, two bucks is a reasonable price. Bring it to the US, it right please. here. Send yes. seven. Two dollars for a costume. If you Perfect. actually hear this, then two dollars. That's the, that's the starting price on it. So you said stayed solid. I'd say stayed solid. Uh, I don't believe it's gone up or down in quality. Personally, um, I like the fact that they're adding more to the game every game. Mm-hmm. Um, when they find a system that they realize that the players don't like, they do their best to, to renovate it, it in a way that yeah. they can deal. With yeah, in a way that makes it more fair or that they can deal with it. So. I feel like Namco does a really good job with that, so I'd say they've stayed very solid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna also stay. Um, I'm gonna say it stayed strong. Yeah. Um, I also believe. I think that this new button system is gonna be good for them, because it, it's gonna be like a fresh game. Will the button system be uh, a good mechanic? I, I don't know until yeah. until well, I play it. That's part of that's part of what they do. Um, yeah. I, I haven't played absolutely all the Tekkens, but I do remember yeah. even when I was a kid, I have played Tekken 1, I have played Tekken 2, and I have actually played Tekken 3. See, I was more of a virtual fighter player, yeah. Yeah. so I wasn't really into Tekken, mm-hmm. but once I got onto Tekken, I was, there's, there's similarities between virtual fighter and um, Tekken. Tekken. Mm-hmm. Tekken was inspired by virtual fighter, so that, yes, 100%. Um, but I do like Tekken because... That if they don't make any more virtual fighters, I like having that alternative to be Tekken. So it's something you're proud to have. Yeah, that's good. But I, I agree. I think it did. It has stayed strong, and because the fan base is gonna 
They're going to welcome Tekken 7 with open arms. Yeah. I've always really... I think Tekken's going to be strong. I think they're going to maintain being strong. If we look at where Tekken's been, again, I haven't played absolutely all of them. Tekken 1, 2, and 3 were generally the same-ish kind of game. I don't know a lot of the technical terms for anything or anything else like that. But as they kept going, they started changing it up. They started adding new systems. They started amending systems, taking them away. And it does make it feel like a fresh new game because, let's be honest, that's a hard thing to do with a fighting game is to make the same game over and over again. You can't do that. You you legitimately cannot. They are doing a great job at keeping it new, at keeping those new things coming out. And like you said, Kevin, you said that they are able to listen to the fan base and take stuff away, and that's what's going to keep him above Hirata is very, very good at, at listening. He He's constantly on Twitter, so he's constantly able to do just that. So, yeah, he does a very good job of it. It's going to be a great game, and yes. I'm sure we're going to have a great time with it. So moving on a little bit more, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about Battlefield as a franchise. I'm pretty excited for this one. Um, who here thinks they've played the most Battlefield? Anybody want to call dibs? Uh, Sounds a little shaky, but I feel like it's probably you. I've played Bad Company 3. Actually, a little bit of 3. I played more Bad Company than I did 3. Uh, I played a little bit of 4, I, mo- mostly because our friend Birdo plays, and he was yeah. like, you got to get it. So I got 4 to play with him. Mm-hmm. But I'm not an avenant fan of Battlefield. In general. Yeah, and then obviously I had Battlefield 1, but... You've heard my rage, and I traded it in. Yeah, I, I heard a little bit about that. Kevin, <laughs> what's the earliest Battlefield that you played? Um, okay. Because I don't know if I have the title or not, but I played Battlefield 2, Modern Combat. Okay. I played Battlefield 1942. I, I played Kevin Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, and Battlefield Hardline. I think that thing that Kevin probably just won then. Um, the only ones I've played are 4. And whatever the newest one is. One. Battlefield 1. 1, yep. Did you yep. play Hardline? Nope. What did you, Kevin, what's your opinion on Hardline? So, I didn't touch the campaign for Hardline at all. Um, but the multiplayer was fantastic. Like, it really was fun. It was very different from, um, from Battlefield 3 and 4. Yes. Um, it was more... It was far more ground-based. Mm-hmm. Which I liked personally because so more I Call of Duty like yes. almost Call yeah. of Duty excels. I would definitely say more Call of Duty like not okay. even a question, um, but not in a bad way because it still had the battlefield esque flair. You know, said not in a bad way. It made me kind of laugh. Okay. Oh well, yeah. We <laughs> already look, way, like, we, look. We already talked about Call of Duty in the last episode, and nobody here likes it. So definitely let's just be go real. check that out. Yeah. Totally worth watching every rant about or listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you guys. But do um. Here. <laughs> it was it was definitely more of a ground game, and I, I understand that a lot of people did not like that, but I like the fact that you had weapons that were exclusive to whatever side you were on. Um, I like the fact that you could still do the car chases and all that. I like the new modes. The heist mode I thought was really cool. Um, you know, run around, drive around in the car as much as you can with the money in, in the, the, the car to keep yourself from getting caught till you can make an escape. I thought that was really cool. That sounds really cool. I yeah. I originally got into Battlefield 4 back... Uh, I was actually really into Call of Duty for a while. It's back when I first started playing those kind of games. And it just it, it just engulfed me. I, it got really addictive for me. I remember uh, my friend back home. His name is Cody. I don't think he'll ever hear this. But if he does, you know, shout out Kyoji. My, my boy from like way, way back. 
he introduced me to Battlefield 2 and he was just showing me like the the uh single player campaign where literally you like they put your entire unit in this one area and at any point you can switch between different characters in the unit just by looking at them and pressing Y and it was like the coolest feature I'd ever, I had ever seen in a first person shooter at the time it was awesome so you could switch to the different uh people in the unit and the different people in the unit were all different classes so I thought that was awesome and pretty much from there anytime Battlefield came out I played it and um they dropped that feature after 2 but it still was fun it was awesome so um Battlefield 3 like when it came out I played the campaign and then I went through multiplayer and who I still think Battlefield 3 is my favorite out of the entire series nice I was never too into Battlefield for the for the campaign. Again, I came from the Call of Duty side, so it was mostly the multiplayer stuff, you know. You'd probably like Hardline then. I, I, I feel like I would. And I might I might go pick it up just for fun if people are still playing it. Uh but I've always loved the vehicles aspect of it, it was, which is why I'm a little bit on edge. I think it's free if you have EA access. I think if you have EA access it's free and you can get all the DLC for free. Um I know a couple of months ago. Um EA was doing on both consoles for some reason or another, they were literally just giving away Battlefield 4 and all of its DLC, and then Battlefield Hardline and all of its DLC. That's, uh, I missed that. Dang it. Because my favorite thing is when I switched over and I started playing more Battlefield, I loved the fact that there were helicopters and tanks and the ability to, like, I, I just can't tell you Destroy how long I spent. Yeah, just like, oh, that was the best I can part. fly a helicopter? Hmm. Oh, this is the best game. I spent hours just trying to learn how to fly and a helicopter physics, in that game. So like, good. The physics were Awesome. So you good. actually had to calculate bullet, bullet drop. drop. Oh, Air, like, that was the best oh, part of the game so for me. Good. Like so good. watching, literally watching my shot as it like, as like you see your character, um, uh, well you see the enemy character like when you see them get hit in the leg from your sniper shot. I'm like that was aimed at his head. What just happened here? And you just see him limp from getting hit in the leg. It's like what just? Wait a minute. Aim up a little bit more. <laughs> Dead. And like, <gasps> yeah, so good, so That's good, man. I was shocked. <laughs> I'd say Battlefield has is has gotten better. Honestly, they've really excelled. Um, my favorite one is probably Bad Company. That's the first one that had the uh, the destructible buildings and all that stuff. And the campaign was a little uh, open world esque in a way. Okay. Um, I don't know. I. I I, that was the first one I I played, I think, and I guess maybe that's why it sticks as my favorite. The, it has a special place for you. I do like I do like four because you know I've played that a lot with my friend George and Alberto, and uh, I like Battlefield One. I just I I, like I don't know if I'm one too. I mean I'm not I wouldn't say I'm terrible online. You know, no, multiplayer you're the best wise, squad leader. What are you talking about? Best squad leader. You are the best squad leader. Um, do you want to tell them that story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're just going between two objectives on whatever map it is with the little fort on top. And... I think we, the three of us, pretty much won that for our team, honestly. Oh, yeah. just We'd be going, Mario would just be like, okay, turn around, go to the other objective. We'd just follow him, no questions asked, sure, whatever, man. Spread we... it out, space out. And we're just following orders here. And then as soon mowing as we're down done, people. mowing people down, and then he's like, turn around, let's go back, let's go back. Like, solid 15 minutes of just, like, him telling us what to do, clearing stuff. Just, it was awesome. You need a squad leader. Definitely, definitely let Mario know. I'm sure 
I'm sure that he would love to be the squad leader for everybody in the world right now. Maybe you can see the joy in his face. I, I was getting. I think I was getting frustrated. Is why I was like, we need to do. We need to turn this around. He got serious. So serious. Led the entire team single-handedly. This man. I I I like I said. I really like Battlefield One. I just I was to me. I wasn't. I wasn't that great at it, and especially on bigger maps. I think that's my one complaint about battlefield is the the map when the maps are really big i kind of tend to lose my sense of strategy when it's too big yeah you need vehicles yeah. to get across and it becomes a bit of an issue yeah that that's sense. why i generally tend to avoid rush mood or uh conquest especially conquest i yeah. can't deal with that it's maps too, big. too big i mean you it's have fun to, to get into play yeah. or something it's fun I to play vehicles. but i personally i definitely cannot keep playing conquest over and over no no yeah you have to have different game modes and yeah. the good news is they have plenty but mm-hmm. I'm going to say stay strong. I, I'm going to agree. Battlefield has been doing great, and uh, I think that there is a little bit of a mixed pool for people who either like or don't like Battlefield 1. I'm actually one of the ones who doesn't like Battlefield there 1. There we go. But um, other than that, like mechanically, it seems like it stayed really strong. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on the World War One, World War Two aspect. I don't like that era of war. So I guess for me, that's why I don't like Battlefield One. Would you have preferred future combat? No, I don't know. Yeah, like Maybe. what do you what do you do at that point? Kind of like we talked about fighting games a second ago, and we were like, you can't keep remaking the same game. Yeah, I think they're kind of hitting the the limits here. That's yeah. like Call of Duty; they keep going up and up and up, and it's just getting too ridiculous. It's a little too far. Mm-hmm. I think the Battlefield needs to go back more. We need to go medieval. I want to see Boner. <laughs> for Honor, Boner bro. and chariots. Say, that's yeah, that's called For Honor. Is that called For Honor? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I I. Going off of that, I do like how Battlefield has basically stayed grounded, and they're not like Call of Duty going too much into the exosuit and crazy mm. perk and all that. They're trying to keep it based on history, realistic possible events, and yeah, like it's, it's, it's there's it's, no BS guns in there or anything. Yeah, it's it's not go, it's not getting too ridiculous, I guess. No, I kind of want to start a segment now, and. Uh, it's where our friend Birdo is going to give us our opinion, his opinion on it. Oh, yes. But it's, it's only a yes or a no. Only yes or no. It's the only answer he's allowed to say. So, he's in the uh, back office right now yeah, next the, to whatever our editor's name is that yeah. I don't remember because he's not important. Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> so, so uh, Birdo, what, what, what's your opinion on Battlefield? Take it away. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, Birdo. Also, how do you feel about Hardline? Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Very I, interesting. You seem really proud about it, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that. You can go back to the office now. I appreciate yeah. it. You, you keep up the good work. Keep up the PR. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's we need the you, other billboard. Honestly, that's that what one. you get for not coming yeah. over here onto the mic, honestly. It's your fault. We all make choices. Well, I mean, wait, what? Yeah. He was <laughs> no, he, no, he's back. He's yeah, yeah. trying to buy the billboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How much? <laughs> so cancel. So what's the next game? <laughs> Are we terrible people? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> next game up is looking like Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> and we all looked at each other inside. How do we want to start this? Do we want to start this in a kind of positive note or a bad note? There is no great note, but we can either start mid or low. Where do you guys want to go? Let's let's start with the low blow. Okay, that's good. I'm okay, okay. with that. It, it definitely with the new one has weakened, in my opinion. And that's because of the lack of content in the game. It's the same stuff over and over. Even the DLC is just reskinned the same stuff exactly. over and over again. Exactly. Um, as a big fan of number two, oh. I think. I mean, honestly, if I wanted to, I would 
if I wish they would freaking port it onto the dang Xbox One. Let me play original Xbox games. They're not going to let you do that. You I'm probably going to have to go buy a 360 again then. You need a PC. I honestly still have a Xbox One version of Battlefront 2. What? The original Xbox. I have. Oh. Right now. I have. I still have my copy of Battlefront. I, I thought you said Xbox One. I was like, wait, wait well, what? Well, sorry. I forget. We don't call the original Xbox Xbox One. Yeah. That's my fault. But, Stupid name. <laughs> that I, honestly, but hey, teens like the Xbox more than PlayStation. They can go. <laughs> Study says I'm so done. But I, I definitely think it's weakened. Um, a lot of the third person aspect of the game feels a little bit of the same. It's just more. It's more kill die kill die in my opinion. Where on the other battlefronts, I feel like I could get into a groove, into a streak. This one, I guess you, you can too. I, I just feel like it's. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I kind of get I know it. where you're going. A little bit. Not entirely. No. I, I mean, I guess I, it's only in my head. It, no, I kind of get it. Like, I feel like the like Battlefront 2 was more objective based, yeah. whereas this one's more deathmatch based. Yeah. Does anybody know who the publishers are? For Star Wars Battlefront, the new one versus Star Wars Battlefront Two, I tried it's to do a, a bit dice. of research. It's a dice. It's you, dice for the new one, and it's Lucas Arts for the original. You th- I think that's kind. Of, is that that's probably where I went wrong? Well, Lucas Arts got disbanded because oh, Disney bought Star Wars. Yeah, uh, and they, I think they got rid of that part, which is why it's got that Battlefield esque type of deal to it. Yep. Okay. I know there's a lot of people who are excited to play a Battlefield s Star Wars game. In that my opinion, it, though. Yeah. No, that's not the way to do it. Because you're going off of a, a franchise already made. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you trying to reinvent it as a Battlefield-esque Star Wars is kind of taking away its identity, in my opinion. It is, and I understand that. But at the same time, if you just like, I'm not talking about having it work the same way. I'm just talking about the way that they have things coded for the actual game itself. How you can get in vehicles and battlefields and how you can drive vehicles, how you can get out, all that kind of stuff, is kind of what was in the original Battlefield 2 and Battlefield 1. Front. Yeah, Battlefront, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be very confusing for me to get ready. Anybody who watches my channel knows yeah, exactly you could the reason get into vehicles, and, like, what was cool is there was, like, a class system. You yeah. pick a character, and they had cert- a certain gun or certain exactly. th- abilities. Which sounds a lot like Battlefield. That's where I think that if you could take it and you could give, if, if DICE just did what they do best, did the vehicle yeah. part, did all that, allowed the space battles, and did what we were looking for, they already have the stuff coded. It's the same coding they have. It's just but reskinning it, give it the guns more of right, the feel of the stuff. original Battlefronts. They could do that. They could. I, I'm, I'm seeing what you're saying. Is yeah. What I'm, is, I'm like concluding like on the same thing yeah so i see what you're getting at yeah it could have been felt more like battlefront 2 like mechanically and control wise Mm -hmm. but it had the newer aspects like the vehicles and like the space combat yeah which is what battlefield 2 or battlefront 2 had Battlefront 2 had the, or they didn't have the ability to go from ground to sky, but yeah, they had actual right. space battles. They, did. they had actual ground battles yeah. where you could get in and out of vehicles. And same thing that we mentioned with Battlefield, where like, there are certain maps in Battlefield 2 that if you got out of your ship in the middle of nowhere, you'd be walking for five minutes. Yeah. That's just how that worked. So the games themselves are so similar to each other. I just had such a, such a higher expectation for DICE to really take off with it. So I remember I saw the alpha footage 
or the supposedly secret alpha footage they released <laughs> when I went to Star Wars Celebration uh, two years ago. Cool. They brought us all to a room, and the line was huge. And they were like, you know, you can't film this. This uh, they were really big about you know you not being able to film what they're showing you and stuff. And I was I was excited. Yeah. I was a little mad once they. Well, because they started the alpha in first person. So yeah. as soon as they did that, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Out loud. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And, like I, and the guy looked at me, like the developer guy was like, oh, like what? And then uh, when it backed out in the third person, I, I clapped. I clapped. I was excited. <laughs> I was really excited. And then when it came out, you know, it was a little fun for a little bit, but it was too different, I think. Because it was you, a jolt. Yeah. And like I was saying earlier, like, I easily think you can go back and play Battlefront 2, and it's still easily a really enjoyable, it's very still playable. playable. Yeah. I actually played it a couple weeks ago, because on PC, you can still like do servers with other people. There's still mm-hmm. servers of people mm-hmm. playing Battlefield 2 yep. right now. I really wish, what I want, honestly, at this point, if someone wants to do it out there, hello, internet, um, I want a digitally remastered uh, Battlefront 2. Are you saying not 720p? Are you saying 720p is bad? Uh, no. What I'm saying is give us the graphics that we have for, like, the current Battlefront on the original Battlefront 2. I could see it. I could see it. It would be gorgeous. I would pay money for that. I would pay a lot of money for that. Dollar, Honestly, it still, looks, it still looks nice to me, in my opinion. It it's, does. It doesn't look bad. It's yeah. a game, that, but it's a game you, that has not aged terribly. Yeah. And that's hard for the games to do, especially things from PlayStation 2 era. Yeah. Like, we're going oh, pretty yeah. far back, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. So overall, as a franchise, where, where are we all standing here? Right now, with DICE, I have to say weakened. Okay. I think we're all in agreement. It is weakened with DICE under the, under the range. It has weakened potential. But I, I want, it has so much potential. So much potential. It mm-hmm. could. It, I mean, just they are already working on number two. On it. Yeah. Just do it. Come on. They are just, working on number two. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe. Do, do they get the Disney money now? Probably. It, just don't, there's no sh- excuse. They're going to show pre-alpha again at the new Star Wars celebration, which is in a couple weeks. Oh. Are you, or in a week or so. Can you do live things to SoundCloud? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, hypothetically, that would be really cool. That would pretty neat. If you were to just like, get on and be like, hey guys, it's Mario from the Star Wars thing. Yeah. I'm here. I'm Plus. not going this year, sadly. Are you gonna and they're go, skipping it next year. And you go as a slave Leia, or no? You showed me they the top ma- already. They stopped making those costumes, by the way. Oh, they did. Yeah, Disney does not want to make that costume. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I could see that. That's that's fair. Got that Disney money? Those Disney lawyers. <laughs> that's a different kind of game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So that I guess I guess that pretty much sums up the uh, Star Wars. Then that's kind of a disappointing just, just conversation, us, but it can't be. Just more. give us Battlefront two. Just do it. You know what's funny is there's a somewhere online there's a leak alpha footage of what of like a the sh- original Battlefield Three. Yeah, Battlefield I Three. Yeah, and they were gonna have like a story mode mm-hmm. where you can like make your own Jedi and stuff. And I mean, it was looking nice. You and could charge eighty dollars for that game, and I would still buy it. Exactly. And thirty dollars. And for DLC. you can literally go from conquest <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Conquest on the ground, straight up into the space battle. Yeah, you could do both Did you at see the that? same time. Yes, it was. That's it looked why, awesome. I think that's why this was so bad. If we really like, because here's the thing, real quick, just to put it out there, 
do I hate the game? No. Do I love it? No. Have Mario and I played this and had a really good time? Absolutely. Yes. The game itself is not terrible. It's not terrible. It's not bad. It's, it's it, not it bad. is a fun game. It's still. not. It's not good. It because it, <laughs> it does get repetitive after a few it games. It's extremely repetitive. However, the game itself is not bad. I think the hardest part for them was these expectations we had were so incredibly high. High. Yep. I I kind of personally wonder if they tried to do that and they hit a time budget and they were like, drop it all, drop all of it, use what we got throw it together and put a bow on it and that's what we got what sucks what sucks like you were saying about the dlc Mm -hmm. is how it's just like skin almost it's just a skin swap yeah i mean the rogue one add-on is how much they charge for all the dlc too 20 dollars for that no for each dlc for each because that's the thing because i bought the 20 dollar and i was like i only got one oh no no you just got bespin i don't (laughs) you just got (laughs) jabba's palace (laughs) so done so done. Okay, I'm gonna get triggered. It's gonna go downhill. We need. I hated Bestman, man. By the way. Matter of fact. Yeah, let's just. Game. Okay, okay. We're scared. <laughs> okay, moving okay. forward. <laughs> moving forward. Okay, so then moving on from that and my disappointment over to Medal of Honor. How you guys? How you guys feeling on that? Um, they haven't made a Medal of Honor in a while, and the last two are kind of like a, a modern warfare esque take on Medal of Honor. Yeah, I was going to say, what was the name of the last Medal of Honor that was out? It was just Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor 2, I think, and it did have a name. But Frontline, the... I think it was? Maybe. 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 Because the... They... When they redid it, they kind of... It kind of followed after Modern Warfare came out. They did... Okay. They, it was just... Medal of Honor is like a reboot, and it was like modernized uh, warfare. Okay. And then they did the same thing with the second one, which was supposed to be a lot better. If I remember correctly, it was Medal of Honor, just just Medal of Honor, and then Medal of Honor Frontline, which was supposed to be number two. I remember I was still working at GameStop when both of them came out, so I did not actually play either one of the two of them, because all of my customers returned the game within a week. Oh, wow. They said the campaign was very short. I campaign remember that. was incredibly short, and the multiplayer was not them, not his terrible. customers. Oh, but them as people I knew, people in general. Yeah, well, so my customers would like agree a, with those people. Really? Yeah. Are we talking like a beat it in one day kind of short, or yes. a beat it in two days? We're talking like less than eight hours. And how much was this game selling for? Uh, full retail, sixty sixty three fifty nine after tax. There are indie games you can get for free that you can play for three hours. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> um, the Definitely, it, it, I would say I played the very first Medal of Honor on PS1. I had it. That was pretty much my first, like, shooter I've ever played. I wasn't very good at it. That game was hard back then. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid, you know, I, I... Honestly, the only games I really played as a kid were, like, a football game with my dad, NFL Game Day 98, or, you know, WWE games. Because I played... I. I love the WWE games for the creating as- aspect, and you know I was I'm a big wrestling fan. You, you are also really good at the creating characters. 
Holy crap, like a, is he like good. Like criminal profiler. Seriously, right seriously, we are going to make a YouTube video of you and your characters that you've made and compare them to the people that oh, you made them after. We're yeah, going to have to. This is a good idea. Okay, we could do that, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a good idea. It would be we so good. It's going to be awesome. Just like a fast forward of you making it and then us talking yeah. over time. We would have to, oh, yeah. for my character, we would have to actually let you make me as I am instead of me as I would prefer to look, but sure. All I have to do is change oh. the hair. Yeah, I guess for the most part. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, um, you're beautiful. Don't don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> other than, so I, I played the other the other ones. It's mostly World War Two. It was mostly World War Two based. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best one that I've uh, seen is people. I might still play it. I don't know on PC, but it. What well, I think I forget the name of it. It was. It might have been the Airborne, Metal Honor Airborne. Okay. I people that play, sounds familiar. I I think that's the one people still play, but because I I played it a few years ago because my uncle played it, I believe on the computer. Okay. And I was playing with with him or on his PC or something, and I was amazed by how many people still played that game. Okay. Um, that came out maybe like mid two thousands too. So what's the latest Medal of Honor? The latest when one would be that out? frontline one, which is the second yeah, the latest year ago, one two would years be the ago. Uh, second to the reboot. No, that was like 2014, 2013, I think. Yeah, somewhere oh. along there. Yeah, it's been a while. Are they working on anything new? Not that I'm aware of. Should they? It might have been a little bit before that, too, like 2011, 2012, maybe. I, might have been? Because it was on 360. I don't think it was on the new systems. No, the new consoles came out in 2014. So, yeah, I would say 20, 2012, 2011, probably. Okay. This is a game that I haven't personally heard a whole lot about. So, should they make another game? I guess is how this one should go. They were pretty much... When Call of Duty came out, you know, Call of Duty was kind of like the new World War II. You're talking the original Call of Duty. Yes. Oh. But... A lot of people, I remember a lot of fans of Medal of Honor, like, saying Call of Duty kind of took that Medal of Honor aspect Mm -hmm. and made it a little bit better. So they did better at it? Yeah, but Medal of Honor was still, like, the go-to World War II game. Okay. And then when Call of Duty went to, so it basically became Medal of Honor versus Call of Duty. Yeah, that was a big debate. And then when, you know, Battlefield came out, I Mm -hmm. think that's when Call of Duty was like, let's go modern. And then, or Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, because then Battlefield went, or Call of Duty went, you know, Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. and I don't know which one came before, but... Battlefield 2 Modern Combat was an original Xbox game. Okay, so Battle, Battlefield yes. came first. Okay. So then, I think what happened so with So it was that, like original triangle with uh, Battlefield, Call of Duty, and Medal of, Medal of Honor. Honor. So then Medal of Honor, I think, took that and was like, well, we gotta stay in the game. Because we this World War Two stuff isn't working now. Yeah, they had they, to move somewhere. Yeah, because their last game that was World War Two based, I don't think made a lot of money. Oh. So they were like, okay, let's reboot this, and they went, you know, modern they warfare. Went with pirates. And it, <laughs> they should have messed up. That would have been original. I'm just saying. Sea of Thieves. Call of Duty. For there you game. go. There's your next thing. I'm pirates. Call of Duty Pirates. I'm I'm just saying it's a good idea. <laughs> but for some reason I I don't think it worked for them cuz there was a lot of like modern warfare s games out then like what was that operation flashpoint was out um, um yeah operation or uh yeah I think it was operation Dra- uh flashpoint dragon rising is what yeah. it was called 
and then you know that was and then Modern Warfare, which you know everybody was playing, mm. uh, Battlefield, and then you know Medal of Honor. I think that Medal of Honor came out around the time of either Black Ops One or Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, so, so it was they around relate, that. Era. They relate to the game on the modernized warfare. So then the way that the way that I would like to see this one thought about is since it's not really a, is it doing better as a franchise since it seems like it's not really pretty much dead. a franchise anymore. <laughs> would you want it to come back? And if so, what would its theme be? We've already done space. We've already done they... back to World War One again. Would they come back and bring back a World War Two aspect? Or I think for them to come back, it would have to be World War Two. They have to go back to basics though. Yeah, because I think that's what worked for them, mm-hmm. especially with that one that was uh, real popular. Like, like I said, I think it was Airborne, the one that was real popular. They could probably get some money out of it for just rebooting it with better graphics, is what you're trying to say. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, definitely take us back to because there it was really campaign based. Medal of Honor was it multiplayer? It was multiplayer. Um, I can see that working in today's market. I, I think the multiplayer. They were more campaign based, and I think when those other games were coming out at the time, mm-hmm. I think they they couldn't change with the times for online multiplayer to keep up with it yeah. the same way. And I mean, that's from my opinion. I mean, I could be wrong, obviously, but uh, I, I would see them going back and doing okay. World War Two again. Uh, Kevin looks like he's packing over there. What do you What do you got? What well, you got, I know, or at least I have a very solid speculation for why they won't do Medal of Honor anymore. Um, do it. which is Medal of Honor was produced by EA. EA also produces Battlefield. They're not going to put their own games in competition with each other. It, I don't think they will. However, if you, especially if the World War II aspect for it was a strong mm-hmm. player, it would be interesting to see Battlefield keep doing its thing. But kind of like Mario said, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing an HD remake of it. I would buy it and play it. Honestly, they did that once before with uh, Frontline. Frontline was the one that was an HD remaster. Uh, the most recent one was actually called Medal of Honor Warfighter. So we had I had to look that up real quick. But Frontline was remastered from PS2 to PS3 in HD. So what, what do they call it? The EA Access? Is that what it is? Yeah, that service that they have. Do you think nice they could if... remaster it one more time and keep it as a strict exclusive for the EA remaster? I couldn't see why not. They do it with a bunch of other stuff. I'd probably get it. Because yeah, that... like I said, I played the, the very first one. You know, I played a couple of the other ones afterwards. And mm-hmm. like I said, they're really good campaign-based games. If, if it has a multiplayer campaign, that's what almost all of today's market is for shooter games. That would be fine. So I think that would be that'd I think be that would dope. be great. Remaster it for a multiplayer campaign. Okay, so is that is that what we would say? Is that we would like to see it remastered for a multiplayer campaign? I think it's not really a I think dying we, thing. I think that would be good. I think we could say make a come just make a try to make a comeback. Try to make a comeback. We 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 encourage the comeback option yes. for this. Which will lead us now into Rainbow Six. So I'm really big into the Vegas Rainbow Sixes. I like to Rainbow Six Vegas, I like Rainbow Six Vegas too. Same. Um, I love the whole... Uh, it, I mean, it's, all of them are first-person games. Mm-hmm. I loved in mm-hmm. Vegas... Yes? He got the straightest in Vegas. In Vegas... <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. But you go third-person when you go to corner, when you have to, like, cover and stuff yeah. like that. I so forgot you, about that. That's my so That's on, good, though. That would be so bad you would hold, So you hold L-Trigger, or I'm assuming L2 on PlayStation for Vegas. Was it on PlayStation? 
Yes. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes, it was. Um, so I'm assuming you'd hold L2, but on Xbox, you would hold the L trigger and you'd go to cover and you'd see your got person in third person and you can look around corners and stuff. All that was fantastic, in my opinion. With this new one, obviously, you can't do that. Um, they pretty much, I would say, downgraded. Okay. They changed a little bit of it. I would Control-wise, s- you would say? Yes. And, well, I mean, obviously, it's still like a shooter, so you shoot they the same buttons. They just Rainbow Six pretty recently, didn't they? Yes. They, the, the, what they're doing, though, with this one is it's strictly multiplayer-based. So oh. Vegas had a storyline and a campaign, and it had a very strong multiplayer uh, Presence. market. Yeah. But this one's straight multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, with Vegas, I know a big issue with the new one is you can't customize your character. Yeah. In Vegas, in both Vegases, you could customize your character. You can change what, what you look like, the... How you dressed or whatever, and you can change the color and. And specifically in Re- in uh, Vegas Two, your character that you customized was your character during the campaign, which yes. was awesome. And uh, okay, if you prestiged or went elite, you could like c- customize your colors or customize your camo, which is really dope. You but, could you could show off yeah how much time you put in it exactly that's good that's and, important and this yeah because you would have to uh, when you reach certain ranks you unlock different weapons and stuff that was pretty neat in this one it's straight the the way they did it you can't really customize what you do is you get operators so um you get in-game currency to unlock which is renown and you can use that to unlock or pay for to essentially what i was saying unlock character okay um is that similar to what the older games did too or so that's the newer concept that they're working on Yes. Okay. So what happens is you get there's uh there's there's attackers and defenders mm-hmm. and there's operators on each side and each of them have different. It's kind of like a class thing, kind of like uh kind of like battlefield classes yeah. almost. Like they each do different things, like uh, and they each have different abilities. Okay. Which is still that. cool in its own right. Nice. Um. So was that a strong suit for it? I would say it's different. It takes it back, so you're not really. It's staying grounded, like we were saying for uh, Battlefield. You know how they stay okay. grounded? They're not yeah. getting too ridiculous. No, yeah, they're staying with what they're, what they're used to and yeah. keeping it. But I w- what I would say is what is ridiculous is the DLC and having to get the season. Well, it's not too bad because the season pass, you, you pretty much unlock all the characters if you buy the season pass. So you, so you can pay to win. Is it a pay no, to no, win? No, no, not or... particular. No, no, no. No, because okay. each... every character has uh, yeah. something that they're weak against. Like there's a different operator that's really strong against that particular character. Okay. Yeah, because there's attackers and defenders, and they each have their own abilities. Okay. It's not like you pay for different guns or you pay for. So you um, still have perks. to unlock the guns the hard way. Well, no, there's set guns for each operator. Ah. So you can't really. So each like operator gets like two guns. Good stuff. To pick from. Good stuff. Or three, depending on the operator. Okay. But. If I were to say, as a fan of Vegas, why mm. it weakened is mm-hmm. because, you know, you, you gave us that, you know, customization in Vegas, and then you gave us the really good campaign, and you know, with the whole cover trigger, the tr- cover system that they had in Vegas was you had good I, gameplay. Yes, fantastic gameplay. Uh, when they dialed that back, so mm-hmm. you can't really customize your character. You're, you're stuck between. 
really the look of certain operators. I mean, they've added things now where DLC where you can change the outfits of the operators. Okay. But it's still, it's not really the customization you got in Vegas. So Vegas had more customization, actual campaign type of deal. Yeah. And just a better play style. Yeah. So then would you say that the franchise as a whole is going up or down? Because right now it sounds like a down. As a fan of Vegas, I would say it's going down. But I can see where someone can say it's going up because even though they dialed stuff back, it, it does... might be what you're looking for. It, you may yes, be looking for the multiplayer aspect. Yeah, because it's straight multiplayer and it does have a cool concept between the ability, like each operator, attacking attacker or defender has their own you know abilities. And it, it's cool that they can probably in the next Rainbow Six mm-hmm. version of this, they could, um, I guess, go off of this. And upgrade it more. Yeah, possibly add a campaign, yeah. especially especially if they're losing traction for not having a campaign in it. Yes. So well, if you do like multiplayer, then it'd be a good game. But to get. as a fan of Vegas, I say weekend. Well, I actually played uh, Rainbow Six number three, Red Arrow, mm-hmm. uh, on the original Xbox before I played Vegas and Vegas Two. Cool. So Siege is not like any of the three that I've played. Um, not in a bad way. I like the tactical aspect of Siege. It's a lot more in-depth, I would say. I do. I like the game, mm-hmm. but like I said, as a fan of... It is very tactical. Yeah. I do agree. It's very tactical. Far more tactical. Okay. Um, but once again, like he said, it's missing that huge campaign aspect, which even Rainbow Six 3, the, the one on the original Xbox, had. Like, all three... That one, Vegas and Vegas 2, all had a pretty solid, like... Uh, campaign mode that you could play in yeah. single player. You know, you could direct your operatives to help you to do this, that, and the yeah. other. Yeah, you, you got like really okay. fun. So you, so you were still like commanding a squad. Yeah, yeah. You got like two other much. two extra guys. You can tell them to move and okay. assault. Good stuff. And it was it was fun because it was a bit of difficulty because if you told your guys the wrong thing at any point, you either started a firefight, you couldn't win, or you went to a different area where it's just like I am not supposed to be here, and you're dead. It was basically. I would say a a uh, first person Ghost Recon was what essentially Rainbow Six was. Okay. Except, um, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Cool. Um, in Vegas, you could you could send your units like he was saying to do different things. Like you can have breach the door, or like in Vegas, you can snake under the. Can you do that in Red Arrow? Snake under the door and look. No. You can like look nope. at the door and like scan the next room, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And the new one, Siege, you get like a little uh, RC drone, and you can sold. You can uh, basically ride him around and scan the the map okay. before you start. Good stuff. So then you'd say weekend, but has cool concepts. Yes, Kevin, where do, where do you stand on this one? Um, having come from. Red Arrow to Vegas to Vegas two mm-hmm. to, I mean, like honestly, as much as I liked Vegas, I didn't like Vegas two as much. So I would actually say the franchise is weakening a little bit. Okay, what could not they like do to make it better? Not like significant, not like significantly. Okay, but like it's it's going a little downhill for me. We want to see more campaign. I'd like that to see the campaign better? come back. Would you like to see a multiplayer campaign? Uh, I think yes. a multiplayer campaign would Ve- be awesome. Vegas and Vegas 2, you could play with a friend. There yeah. you go. I think that would be awesome. Again, that's um, just where a lot of games nowadays tend to be pandering. So. Honestly, I don't particularly mind the operator system. I um, just I'll, The only thing I want, really, is 
I love the cover system in Vegas and Vegas Two. Okay. I absolutely love it. Um, I, I obviously there's probably people who didn't like it, mm-hmm. but for me, it just it flow. It just made the gameplay so much better. Okay. And um, customization. I just want you want customization. I want more customization. You want the campaign back. Yeah, I want my character. It seems to, important in this. I want my character to feel like my own. I mean, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with you know the operators, but maybe let me make an operator uh, who can have an aspect of another operator, but I can customize his look to be more me. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, that's just my opinion. But I be from Vegas too. I I feel like we can, like I said, like four times. Pause <laughs> it. <laughs> Okay, which brings me to one final one that I'm actually personally kind of looking forward to. Um, and this may sound kind of silly, but I love the Lego games. I really do. Nerd. I be dead honest. <laughs> um, I, I I haven't played a lot of them. I think I played the Indiana Jones one, mm-hmm. and I've played uh one of the Star Wars ones. One of the older ones for like PlayStation Two or? No, it was uh 360. Xbox 360. Yeah, I think it was the one with all the Star Wars. There you movies go. At the okay. time, they they did that and then they broke it down into two segments too to try to go more in depth. Um, I think that's kind of where I I like to think that the Lego games really started to take off is they really put their own brand of humor in that and the whole fun of like playing through the Star Wars story and of course it was not in depth as the movies or anything else and you can't expect it to be, but you could get the gist of the Star Wars universe. You could get the feel for it. It had that little bit of humor to it. Tons of different options for customization. Tons I know. Of I like. I like being able to customize my own little Lego guy. You could. You could be a that little Jedi. A, yeah. That was an option. With with a speedo on. Because you can. Yeah. And you can have a secondary as like a rocket launcher. <laughs> it was pretty dope. I mean, what else could you want in these games? I mean, um, the only things that I actually I want to say I dislike it, but let's be honest. Um, as somebody who's really into achievements and everything else like that, the Lego games are some of the most platinumable or 100% games that you can possibly do. It's just time-consuming. Yeah. It is one of the most time-consuming things you will ever do. So this is mostly, like, something you enjoy, is the Lego games. I, I really do. I, I enjoy playing them with uh, other people. You have to have another person. Yeah. I'll say, I pretty much have only played them when my nephews have been around. Uh, my, my nephews enjoy the game. Uh, I think it's funny. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of fun, but it's very simplistic as well to me. It's supposed to be. Yeah, and I, I get that it's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. it, for me, it's just like, and eh, this is boring. They they switched it up recently. Um, I think they took kind of a wrong turn at the Lego Hobbit one, but they try to switch it up to make it a little bit more challenging here and there. There are some puzzles that in order to get 100% on some of these, you do have to actually scour the levels to find stuff or do some complicated puzzle to figure something out. It's still not hard, don't get me wrong. The Lego yeah. games are still, for the most part, kids' games. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to say they're not. But it's definitely something that if you just sit down with somebody and just play around for a couple hours, it's definitely something you can use to easily pass the time and have yeah. a good time while you're at it. Now, I mean, that seems reasonable, honestly. It's almost like the, uh, the original Mario, like the original point of the Mario games. Yeah, it was before it was like an open world thing. It was just an arcade with the whole pal block in the center and who can kill the most whatever on the side for yeah. coins. Yeah. Now, what would you say is it... Now, do you want to do like negatives and positives? What, what are some positives? Give me a few positives a real few quick. A few positives for LEGO. Um, positives are it really is drop and drop out. Anybody can just come up and play if they want to. Ease to play or easy to play. Yeah. Um, 
uh, in general, the game will walk you through how to do everything, how it, how it sparkles or how it looks tells you what you need to do it, and it doesn't take an overwhelming amount of time to do so. And then the third thing I like is that LEGO really brings their own humor to it, and especially if you've seen any of the LEGO movies lately, yeah. they have that humor. They, they have, have that on lock. They have a very, very good sense of humor. And I they, will give and they that. bring that in. And that's even before the LEGO Hobbit game, before they did actual voice acting or anything. They still mm-hmm. had that humor yeah. in silence, and which that's was, just where they excelled. Which was incredible and awesome at the same time. Like, watching the original LEGO Batman, like, sitting there playing it where there's no voiceovers, and you're just watching their antics and their movement and just the facial. And it's it's so funny. And it's just surprisingly funny because there's not a word being said. It doesn't make any sense. It just makes you laugh. It makes you happy for no reason. Few negatives. Few negatives. I do wish that um, for some of the levels that they would have an option for it to be a little bit harder. Because while it is also a kid's game, there are a lot of people who play not just for the achievements, but because for the humor. And especially with all the Lego movies coming out and being to an older audience, I would like to see a uh, a better a better system for a challenge, especially since they're having a different audience now. So that's one negative is I'd like to see it get a little bit harder. Um, the second negative I can think of is they started doing a lot more of an open world aspect. I remember you telling me that the yeah. one day. And that, that really took away from it to me. I really like the old Star Wars games, the old Star Wars Lego ones, because Get it was... the level. Yeah. Exactly. You, it was, you were in the cantina, and you would go into a room. That was the movie. And then there were different segments of the movie. It was easy. You couldn't get sidetracked. You didn't walk for half an hour to find what you were looking for. Um, when I got to the Lego Hobbit, which I believe came out after the Pirates of the Caribbean one? Yes. 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 Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, my jam, by the way. But, um... The Lego Hobbit one, I, I couldn't play it because I spawned in. I did the level. It was the classics. I loved it. The humor was good. But the moment I tried to find another level to play, I had to walk across this giant expanse that I couldn't find my way. I didn't know how to get there. And it, it wasn't worth the work to get to the next level, which is one of the positives is the ease of play. You the, can't take that away like that. The Lego Marvel uh, superheroes one was kind of weird like that, too. Like. Once you finish the level, it just took you to the next level, uh, even if it gave you different characters. And it's just kind of weird, like, uh, okay, is there not a, no? Okay, cool, yeah, no you, transition, no nothing? And that's, that's where, right. again, the older Legos definitely excelled a pretty penny worth. So, I'm going to say that Lego franchise has stayed strong, just mm-hmm. because of the child, the, it's still a children's game. Mm-hmm. It stays strong as a children's game. Um, I'd say that they're, of course, staying strong, obviously. I'm for Scott Dido. This. For re- for me, I am, I'm pumped. It's also good for Scott. It's, just, it's good for children, Scott, and I think they could improve, especially, again, with all the movies that they're doing and that they are going to a wider audience now. I would like to see some kind of, even if it's a different game type, some Lego games that are maybe a little bit more pandered to an older audience. I would, I would enjoy I that. would almost challenge you to say, if you haven't played it, try the Lego Dimensions game, because I feel like that would be. See, I would, I would give that a shot. Is yeah. it too many? How pieces? many things do I have to buy? Uh, there, there's a lot. The, the uh makes me scared. Yeah, <laughs> that I can tell. That, that I can tell so far. There's a lot, but I don't know because I haven't actually had a chance to play it myself. Gotcha. Um, the big thing is, is that I would wholeheartedly agree with you. I do think that st- the franchise is just getting better and better. Mm-hmm. I think that Lego Dimensions so far has been a hit from everything I've seen, and Lego Dimensions is pretty much like the Skylanders or the like Disney infinity of the Lego universe, but not high up there. 
it high, is, but it's podium. but it's right. But that's the best it way to describe there. it. Yeah, it belongs up there. So and like people are buying those things left and right, and it's apparently better. People are collecting them. Collecting them. Yep. People who come up to registers to buy stuff, and they will just buy a handful of like yes, things. I legitimately wrung out a one hundred. Is that what you're afraid of? They don't even have the game. No. Really? Yeah. Just to put it together. They just yeah they just mm-hmm. buy the pieces to collect them. Yep. A lot of times. That's pretty neat. So, so I would say that all in neat. all, the Lego franchise, <laughs> I would say all in all, Lego franchise is staying strong, getting better, actually. Yeah, I want to see where it goes. I'm extremely excited for that. So that pretty much wraps up the games that we wanted to talk about today. So I Gaming Franchises Part 2. Game Franchises Part 2. That happened. Go, go back and check uh, Part 1 if you want to see some of the games that Scott mentioned uh, earlier mm-hmm. that are that we talk about, but um, thank you, Scott, for being host. Oh, I'm so happy to thank be you, host. Kevin. As always, always, always okay. a pleasure. Um, maybe next time we can have your voice as a host. Uh, I like the sound of that. I like the sound. Oh, everybody loves the sound of that, Kevin. It's the sound. Um, so Scott, do you want to tell us where we can find you? Oh, you can absolutely find me if you go to YouTube and you search Diosta. I'm kind of changing things up. If you go check out the channel, you can hear into that a little bit more. I don't want to waste anybody's time or anything like that. Um, you want me to do a, the Indie Dig thing? or That's right. We do have a yeah. new segment um, we're gonna called segments. Diosta's Indie Dig. And he's going to um, basically... We're going to dig dug down and find out what kind of indie games and kind of stuff we can get coming really up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig Dug reference. I got I'm you, so son. I got you. <laughs> Sorry, I had to yell at my dog again real quick. Um, he he just sizz ass down, boy. But um, <laughs> yeah, Scott, get into your uh, get into your indie dig here. So this is a little section that I'm going to try at least to talk about a game that I'm either coming up to play or or coming up to the plate rather, or that I have already played and I highly recommend. I'm actually pretty excited for one thing. I got an email. Um, if you followed my channel at all. A while ago, it's probably the third or fourth actual series type of deal that I did on my channel. I did a game called Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, which was an awesome game. Um, the physics in it were cool. It was it was kind of a jokey type of deal, but very fun, very playable. And I feel like it kind of sparked a big thing over on Itch.io, where a lot of developers were making the kind of game, and it took the makers of Tabs, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, and made them switch it up a little bit to try to have a different feel over the competition that was rising. So coming up soon will be Totally Accurate Battle Zombinator. They took their game and they <laughs> changed how it works from a battle simulator to a zombie survival game with the same physics and loadout options as it was before. Oh, wow. So I am really excited to see how they put it together and how it's going to work. So expect to see that soon. How do you pronounce that again? Totally accurate battle zombinator. Okay, go. Uh, that's Diosta's indie dig. That's the indie dig. We digging for it. Wait till next time when we have a uh, opening for your. Oh, can it be a soundbite? Yeah, we're gonna do. You can find the soundbite for the di- for the dig dug going down. We will. <laughs> um, Kevin shaking his head. Kevin, you want to mention your Twitch again? Um, right. So. Right, I have one. <laughs> right, I do have, I do in fact have one. Um, speaking of which, I am actually working on that. Uh, probably in the next like month, maybe two. Uh, I'm gonna start trying to sh- sh- trying to stream more. He's a busy guy. Actively, Ugh, two yes. jobs kills me. Yes. Um, but 
I'm going to start trying to stream more actively, start trying to, you know, be available for people to talk to, chat to, um, you know, play games with, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm even going to attempt to get a webcam so I can film and or stream uh, my D&D campaign that I'm going to be running. Are you are you saying that we're going to be able to tune into your Twitch and not only hear that fine voice, but also see that pretty face? Who are you lying to? Anyway, <laughs> that'd be actually pretty cool to stream that uh, that Final Fantasy D and D campaign you're planning. It'll be, I think it'll be hilarious. Um, I especially I'd like to, to see me play as my is, last samurai character, Tom Cruise. It's gonna be that DD. So we're gonna watch Scott get super confused. <laughs> yeah, I'll say we're gonna have table. to explain everything to Scott die, but that's fine. We'll, oh, we'll figure it be, out. Yeah, but um, no, it should be fun. Uh, I'm gonna work on that, but um. So you guys can actually go to the Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash P-H-E-O-N-I-X-0727, Phoenix0727 on twitch.tv. You can also catch me on PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, uh, Steam, um, any of that with that same screening, P-H-E-O-N-I-X-0727. I like the sound of that. Uh, here at Cinema 7, you can uh, follow us on Facebook at Cinema 7. You can follow us on Twitter at Cinema 7 underscore podcast. Uh, some of the new cool things coming up are we got some themed episodes uh, coming up. And uh, we got some revamping new segments. Yep. Revamping it, man. Got a new logo. Got t-shirts and stickers. You know, we're going to do giveaway stuff soon. Um, just like Scott's Indie Dig, we're, we're going to have some new segments and themes, but some of the themes episodes is our take, which we, uh, talk and discuss and like re- review movies, break down trailers, all that jazz, uh, picture or fix it. We, uh, we take a film or a game, movie franchise, gaming franchise, and, uh, anything in entertainment, honestly, and we're going to pitch our idea or a new story for it, or we're going to, um, come up with a concept of how we can fix it. Uh, gaming, just like this, uh, we're doing some gaming episodes. Yeah. Uh, Fire and Ice special, um, which is going to be Chris Hawk and I. Uh, we take three uh, relatable topics and we debate them because we always disagree, almost like how friends suck. If you want to go check out, oh, that'd be uh, interesting. Luke, Luke and Scott doing... do a Fire and Ice for PC and console. Exactly. You know. <laughs> Promote each other. Oh lord, it's uh, like a deadlock. <laughs> so anyway, uh, thank you for listening. We're Cinema Seven. I uh, wish I could do a cool uh, send-off. What did I do last time for the game? Wasn't it like... uh... I think you said some words. (laughs) (laughs) Words were, in fact, said. It was something like, uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for gaming with us. Turn turn around, Um, Kevin. It's on the back of your shirt. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Thank you for listening with us. Thank you for watching with us. And thank you for exploring with us. But for gaming, I think I said something like, thank you for gaming with us. Thank you for adventuring with us. Sounds if good. I remember. I like, I like where good. you're shooting with this. It yeah. sounds good. I like it. <laughs> sounds good. I, I like it. Okay, so uh, we're going we're gonna to sign off, and Kevin's going to show Scott some uh, Final Fantasy D&D stuff. I'm so excited. Making Peace out, everybody. Oh, let's go.
Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kinda odd. No barking from the dog, no smoke. And mama cooked the breakfast with no harm. I got my grub on, but didn't dig out. Finally got a call from a girl I wanna dig out. Hooked it up for later as I hit the dope, thinking, will I live another 24? I gotta go, cause I got me a drop top. And if I hit the switch, I can make the ass drop. Had to stop at a red light, looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight. And everything is alright. I got a beat from Kim, and she could do it all night. Called up the homies, and I'm asking y'all, which part? Are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court and I'm troubled. Last week, messed around and got a triple-double. Freaking brothers every way like MJ. I can't believe today was a good day. I can't believe today was a good day. A good day.